What is up, everybody? It is Wednesday. Uh, it is time for a brand new episode. It is time for a brand new episode of Doc Talk, a very live show. So when I mess up, you get to hear it all. We've assembled a new team of Jackson Kayak Avengers here for you tonight to give you all the skinny on a little bit of kayak fishing. So let's get this thing started. Welcome back, everybody. Again, it is Thursday, Tuesday, when live show. It's a very live show. Um, we're going to go around we're the room and just our, our panel for tonight and, for tonight uh, and uh, let uh, you guys hear about who's all in the house. Uh, we will start with uh, Mr. Rudy down in the lower left hand corner. What's up, everybody? Uh, Rudy Yarworth, uh, Jackson Kayak Northeast Regional Fishing Team. Uh, coordinator and guide for the Tangier Sound chapter of Heroes on the Water, and currently uh, tournament director for USA Bassin um, Jackson Kayak Trail in Maryland for the Potomac and um, Susquehanna River. Again, it's a live show. Big live show. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, uh, a little bit about you. I think you're breaking up, Chad, but I'm I'm not sure if you pointed at me or not. But I'm Ram Garcia. I'm part of the uh, National Jackson Kayak Team, coming out of Corpus Christi been kayaking for a couple of years now it's kind of the only thing i know how to do and it's kind of weird not to do it on the weekends and stuff so i just kind of stick to what i know kayaking and drinking carbock i like it, I like it. Uh, vicky uh, vicky, let's, uh, uh let's hear from you let's hear from you hey guys i'm hey on guys. the I'm on. Uh, jackson regional team here out of dallas um work as a nurse most of the time otherwise i am the adventures of general hooligan um but yeah excited to be here tonight very cool and it is good to have you um so jumping into this thing um last time we talked about rods and reels and baits and we've talked about fish finders we've talked about everything underneath the sun um but you know one of the things that as a team member that we really have team members for jackson kayak that we really haven't talked about is how to make your way from just going fishing how do you get from here 
to being on like something like a pro staff like Jackson Kayak? How do you how do you find your way and navigate the uh, the world of socials and and the different things to be found, be discovered, and uh, end up on a on a team like something like Jackson Kayak? Here wants to field this first. Don't don't all jump in at once. I'll go first because I think I'm probably the rookie here. Um, really just um, kind of feeling my way through it. Applied to Jackson, talked with Dustin. He's awesome. Um, man, it's awesome. I, I love being on the Jackson team. The kayaks are awesome. And then as far as socials, I just started the YouTube and just kind of winging it. We'll see. And, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with winging it. That's for sure. We're winging this podcast right now with technical difficulties galore. So, Rudy, how about you? How would you uh, how would you advise someone that was looking to uh, to up their fishing resume well, to uh, I would maybe say, make it onto some team? First of all, you just have to be a kayaking fanatic like myself for Jackson's. Um, I've been fishing Jackson kayaks since 2013 and uh, really wanted to be on the team and you know, I put a couple applications in. I was very persistent and, you know, like promoting kayaking to the community. I do a lot of stuff, uh, volunteering in, in kayaking community, like for Heroes on the Water and um, locally, you know, take take folks out when someone says, hey, got a place to go fishing. You know, you just got to be a um, dedicated to the to the cause. And uh, obviously, you have to love, love, the, love kayaking, so... Um, when I say I'm a fanatic, I probably, I think I bought one of the first production Jackson NARS out of Delaware Paddle Sports and uh, got up there and lo and behold, Jameson Redding was there and got to go out and uh, fish a um, episode of Road Trip Angler out at the uh, outer wall, um, Delaware River, Cape Penelopen. So it was great. So from there, I was kind of really motivated to keep pressing and um just uh just love kayak fishing and kayaking in general um and it does a lot for me as a veteran so i love to share that share my fishing spots share you know where we're where we're catching them watching watching someone new to new to kayaking just you know land their first striper um so it's just uh just gotta be just passionate i guess um and those of you that know me you just know that i'm i'm pretty much a crazy about kayak fishing so i think i have eight jacks and kayaks sitting downstairs i have to figure out which one i'm going to take out each day but just love it well, how about you ram hence the shirt i think there's got to be a a want i think the most important thing in joining a team is is wanting to be part of a team not just a need to be a part of a team and doing what what everybody else is doing or you know everybody can be anybody they want on on social media and that's that's one of the biggest problems that us influencers have is everybody else getting in the way that's not supposed to be in the way so to speak and not to be not, not to say it mean or anything but it's it's uh you have to be within the lifestyle, you know, you, you can't just be jumping around or 
a new kayak shows up that, that's another brand and you want to go buy that one and all of a sudden you want to be part of that team you know you have to stick with the with, with what's good and what's bad and stick to stick to your guns and and support what what you believe in you know what i mean absolutely i think that's a that's solid 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 advice so i kind of i did really want to go around the room because a lot of you guys really haven't got to talk about this much i want to start with ram um how did you how did you get started in kayak fishing like what what brought you here and what was the appeal to put you in the kayak for the first time well i've been kayaking for a good man a little bit over 15 years and it all started because i couldn't afford a boat you know at, at the time so my first kayak was a cobra fishing dive and at the time it was it was bad to the bone and i had to use that black long stick to get me everywhere and you know it was a. Uh, it was a it was my means of fishing you know it could get me places where i could venture off the the edge the water's edge you know and i didn't have no idea about social media you know at the time i think it was myspace and and pushing businesses and companies was was far away you know and and everybody was on myspace for a different reason you know it was picking up chicks and stuff and you know what i mean and uh it was fun, man, you know, and, and it evolved into something. Okay. Well, man, I could, I could, I could do something else with this. You know, I could, I could start making money with, with, with shows and stuff and different products and different mentality. And I grew older and I kept on kayak fishing, you know, and eventually I could afford a, I could afford a boat. And now I'm buying kayaks that, that are probably as, as, as much as boats are, you know, and it comes with everything everything i wanted into it but uh the want was there you know the want was there at at the beginning from from using my arms to using my legs and stuff and i think that's where that's where it evolved for me where it got easier you know spending a little bit money more money got easier fishing you know at the beginning it was hard to fish because you had to do a lot more to get there or you had to do a lot more to set up your own kayaks at the beginning they 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 wouldn't come set up as as fishing kayaks you know and now you could get a fishing kayak ready to go out of the showroom floor you know very much so and so you feel like that was just a you you kind of got here to the passenger just the wanting to be on the water to be on the water yeah yeah, the passion was there. Fishing has has always been part of my life. My dad would take me, and of course, he could. He we never had a boat, or we never had kayaks, you know. And we always fished in the uh, off the bays and stuff, off the off the land. We we, we were more of the fishing people that would take barbecue pits and an ice chest full of of drinks and Vienna sausages and. We'd open it, it'd be all frozen, and we'd have to heat it up a little bit before we'd eat them and stuff. But eventually, I got old enough to where, okay, uh, I need I need to fish somewhere else, right? Or, man, if I could just get a little bit further, I could reach those boats over there, you know? Or or why are, are the boats even in the shallow water, you know? Coming closer to us, you know what I mean? And ventured off into the kayak fishing scene and... 
and it just escalated from there. You know, it, and I started doing that, setting up my kayaks to where it'd be easier, a little bit easier for me to cruise around. And at one point, I would just take every single thing I could get, you know, and I'd have six rods in the back of my kayak, and I'd have a whole bunch of loser uh, lures that I've never would never even use, you know. And I would always stick to my own that one lure I would use, and uh. I do use a motor now, right? Uh, I trust my motor, my Torquedo motor. Is, that's it's a it's always there. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a fishing rod. If I get halfway to my to my fishing spot and I realize my throttler is not with me, I'm turning back around to go get it. Right? How about you, Vicky? How did uh, how did you get started in the fishing kayak world? Um, I grew up fishing with my dad, my granddad. Um, we did a lot of bank fishing. So as an adult, I saw a kayak on Facebook marketplace and I was like, yeah, that's going to get me off the bank. Um, fished it for a long time, upgraded to the Jackson. Now I have the pedal drive. I'm not cool enough for a motor yet, but soon. Um, Man, I love it though. I, I I love being able to get out into places that I couldn't get before, and yeah. And and as a matter of fact, I just recently had my dad here, and uh, we went out on kayaks, and he was like, "Okay, not too bad. I like it." I'm not cool enough for a motor yet either, but that's just out of personal preference. I've not I've not made the I've not made the switch. I don't know when it's going to happen or if it'll happen, but not yet. How about you, Rudy? Uh, give us a little backstory on Rudy Yarworth. How'd you uh, how'd you find your way to kayak fishing? Well, uh, when I got out of the military um, back in active duty at ninety seven, I think the first thing I bought was actually an old town canoe, so I could take my kids fishing with me. That's all I did. Fishing was my my escape. I just loved being out there in the in the nature, walking along the stream. The solitude so all my kids they all fish with me so got this old town canoe started fishing they grew up they moved on they got older they didn't want to go with dad anymore and uh sitting there one day at um Hudson trail outfitters and i saw this big tuna sitting there and let me let me just tell you i, I ended up having a third kid so i started back over again and he was little my wife's like yo well, if you get something you got to be able to take you know stefan with you i'm like okay so I saw this big tuna, two to one. I was like, what a great kayak. You can take it and make it a single person or a two person. So that was my first purchase. And uh, it was great. I mean, he would get out in the front of the boat. We got start going fishing. Um, and we fished everywhere from like Western Maryland, rivers, lakes. And then uh, then I got a taste of the salt water and it was done. Um, then I started watching YouTube videos and saw this guy named Jim Salmon. He's out there catching these monster fish out out in out in these oceans, and I'm like, man, I'm about to I'm about to upgrade my kayak game. So then I went out and got a kraken, and because uh, I felt bad about getting the kraken, I saw this kusa sitting there. I'm like, well, my wife likes orange, so I got her this kusa. Well, I probably use it more than she does, but um, it it was a good thought, and that's where the addiction started. And uh, you know, once you start kayak fishing. 
you know, canoe fishing was great. Once you start kayak fishing on a sit on top and having all your gear all around you and, you know, it's like being in a lounge chair out there, you know, sneaking up on your, on your favorite fishing spot, you know, before, before the, before the canoe, I was wet wading and trudging through the water and swimming to, to rocks out in the river. Um, and then that could have been March. So it was kind of cold, you know, the kayak thing was just a whole new, new game. And then, you know, Yak Attack started making all kinds of cool accessories and Jackson had cool accessories Next, you know, I'm like, man, how much more stuff can I fit on this boat? I got to get another boat. I need a boat for this and a boat for that. It's uh pretty much becomes an obsession. So, um, it's kind of where I am now. I think I, I've got a boat for everything. Still got the Kusa, got the Kusa X. I got the Jackson Nar, got two Krakens. I got a Blue Sky 360. Um, I don't know. Jackson's got to make some more kayaks for me because I need something else to fill in that. <laughs> fill in that uh, now, that so can, can any of you go back and, and when you think about, you know, falling in love with kayak fishing can you go back to like a specific like fish catch or a moment when you went oh this this is the coolest thing this is this is it yeah i mean when i got that that kayak that uh um big tuna we were in chincoteague virginia it was july i had um we were fishing for croaker um and my son, you know, he didn't want to be on the kayaks. He's fishing from shore, and he saw Dad out there, just one croaker after another. So he weighs me in, switch it to the two two seats, and we go paddling off. He's up in the front, and I see something tailing off in the on the corner. I thought it might have been like a red, so I cast over there. Ended up um, actually foul hooking a sand tiger, and it took off running. And the tide tide was coming in. This thing is just pulling us and trying to hold the fishing rod over the front of the kayak my, my son he's about nine years old he's just screaming because he sees the dorsal fin come out of the water he's just thinking jaws and you know the adrenaline rush right there i was like man this is and then i started thinking like what am i going to do with this shark you know i'm going to land it you know i got a kid in the boat so um it ended up spooling me and then uh we swam back in uh we swam back in we paddled back back into the to the to where the ramp was he quickly got off the kayak but i was uh definitely hooked the adrenaline rush of hooking a big fish on that kayak getting that sled ride i was uh something that you never forget so just went kept kept looking for that looking for, looking for that next big fish man. but the rest of you any any key moment when you look back and you know you were hooked for me, I think it was the time where I didn't see anybody else. And most of the time, you, you know, you get boat traffic or you get weight fishermen or now, I mean, it's, 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 there's so many kayaks out on the water that, and media, of course, you know, it's, it's real easy to blow a spot nowadays. But I think back then when I, when I first got into the kayak scene it was just being able to get away you know to where you could look either direction and there wouldn't be anybody you know and you could actually hear what the water's doing and you could see what's in the water and you could see an area way over there and you could see fish over there and you know you're, you're the only thing that could get to it you know you know there's not going to be a boat coming behind you or 
a weight fisherman, you know, because it's going to be neck deep in some mud if, if he tries to go over there wherever you're at. But I think it was just able to get away, you know, go, go get to spots to where not everybody else could, you know. How about you, Vicky? I second that. That is exactly what happened. I got the kayak. I had found a spot on the map that I was like, man, this, this would be a really great spot. It was really shallow. Um, there was a little waterfall coming off. I knew boats couldn't get back there. And then there really wasn't a, a way to walk back there. And I caught my first PB, like a five pounder. Um, and, and, you know, from, bang fishing that was a way giant pb for me and i was like oh this is it this is this is what i need to be doing that's awesome it's fun to hear how you know everybody's got different stories and i think that's what what makes it really unique and interesting how people find fishing you know whether it's family love or just the adventure side of it um you know and everybody everybody here fishes different you know ram is a salt guy Rudy's a mix. Uh, Vicky, you're more freshwater. I'm more freshwater. Um, and then we see stuff like today. I don't know. Did any of you guys see the video that we posted from our sales rep, Spencer, uh, today where he's like out there doing whitewater stuff in the Kusa X? Rudy's like, no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> Yeah, I did see I did see that and it's pretty it's pretty amazing what that kayak can do. I'm wondering if uh I hope I hope uh warranty wasn't watching what he was doing on that kayak. <laughs> oh warranty loves it. Warranty loves, loves it. it. I can promise you. Right. <clears throat> so Moving forward, like, uh, what do you guys got coming up the rest of the year for you all? I know, Rudy, you've got some big things coming up with the with the trail. Ram, you've got podcast stuff coming up, big things. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. You guys share kind of, you know, what you have coming up in the world of Jackson Kayak and, and what you're looking forward to. Yeah, I got a couple things going on. I got some tournaments coming up. The Elite Series coming to South Padre. I think I'll be traveling to that. I got a couple trips lined up. Uh, freshwater, actually, trips. Guadalupe bass is on the is on the menu to catch. I've never caught one. I've never. Well, I'm. I don't think I have ever caught one. I I have freshwater fished before, but it wasn't. I wasn't too successful doing it. I think the want isn't there. Uh, but I, it, it, it's definitely on the menu for this year to travel to, uh, up North a bit from where I'm at Corpus Christi to get into the freshwater scene. And of course my podcast spooled life live is on uh Facebook and YouTube. I got that lined up. We're, we're pretty much booked up for the year and, uh, it's going good, man. Uh, I get excited. Of course, I always get nervous. I don't even know. I'm nervous right now. Every time I'm I'm behind the microphone. I've been doing this thing, this stuff for years, and I still get nervous. Uh, is it different I'm being on this get, side of where you're get, getting interviewed? interviewed? Is it different being on this side where you're getting interviewed opposed to doing it? Yeah, 
Yeah, it definitely is. It's uh it's kind of nerve wracking because I don't know what's coming next, right? And I can and now I can imagine how my guests feel because uh it's live, you know, and, and you have no idea what Chad Brock's gonna ask you. And you know, you you really don't have time to prepare for for a live, live show. And uh it is kind of weird being on this side. It's kind of cool too. But uh, you you know you're getting the facts, you know, and people can tell if you're not being factual on a live show. But y'all check it out, Sport Life Live. We give a whole bunch of stuff away. We have some of the top guests. Uh, I know we 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 have the option to give away some Orion stuff, right? A percentage. We might be doing that this coming show on Saturday is our next show. Cruising to Sport Life Live on Facebook. And check it out. What about you, Rudy? What do you got coming up for the remainder of uh, 2023? So Saturday, we'll be going to Potomac River, fish stop four of the USA Bass and Jackson Kayak Trail. And it looks like uh, we didn't get too much rain, so I will, hopefully we'll not be doing whitewater in the Coosa X while trying to fish. Um, I think that was stop number two when we had to do that. Um, so we got two more events, the Potomac, and we got two more events uh, for the Jackson Kayak Trail, USA Bassin, or the Conowingo. Uh, it's September. I'll be fishing um, a big charity tournament on the Chesapeake Bay called the Tangier Classic. So if you're up in Maryland and you want to fish, uh, Ram, if you want to come fish for some red drum and big trout, and uh, in Maryland, instead of down there in Corpus Christi, you can come on up and fish the Tangier Classic. It's a charity tournament. Um, all the proceeds go to help out a family with a child in need, um, with medical issues and stuff like that. So it's a great thing. Um, I'll also be signing up for the Jim Dolan tournament for Heroes on the Water, fishing that. And then hopefully in October, I'll be coming out to Kentucky Lake to uh, – fish the USA Bass and um, big event, the big game. Um, and then we have a couple of Heroes in the Water uh, events, uh, September 9th up in Salisbury and then October 8th over in Blackwater, home of the great and famous Northern Snakehead. So if you ever fish for those, that pretty much uh, wraps it up unless we got – for those that don't know, there there is a couple yard worse in the uh, in the top ten in the USA Bassins points. Uh, well, one of them just happens to be you. Looks like you're uh, you're number seven in the overall nation of USA Bassins. So congratulations on that one. Um, how do you feel? What's been your experience with the USA Bassin Trail uh, thus far, Rudy, as a director and and in being part of the um, you know Jackson team? Do you feel like? Uh, you feel like it's been uh, a good turnout and do you feel like you guys have had fun? Do you see it as a potential thing to, to grow that you're looking forward to? Uh, it's been, it's been great. Met a lot of great people. Um, for me, like bass, bass fishing tournaments, this is kind of like my first year. I fished a lot of brackish water and saltwater tournaments. Um, so I pretty much took, took the tournament director spot, jumped in with both feet, started fishing for the, for the green fish, right. And end up catching the bronze fish. Um, but it's, it's been interesting, um, working with Matt Campbell. Um, he helps me out, especially on the Conowingo side. He's a tough guy to beat when you're fishing with him. He's always putting up big numbers. Um, 
But, you know, it's great. My son, Joshua, he, he assisted tournament directs with me. Um, and it's been fun. I met a lot of great anglers. A lot of them fish some other tournaments or looking for something local to do, you know, to kind of kind of keep fishing the water and keep for keeping practice. And uh, it's just great. The community of guys that you meet with, hearing the stories when you when you wrap up at the at the award ceremony, everyone tells about, you know, the one that got away or, you know, the, the conditions they had to deal with or the bite or how hard it was. And, you know, the, the, the secret spot, everyone tries to kind of keep it down on the down low where, where they were catching them. But um, it's definitely fun. It's uh, interesting. I know one thing, I haven't really slept much. I don't know, whatever kind of tournament it is, I don't know. You're always up to like 1 o'clock in the morning messing with stuff, thinking you're going to forget something. And then when you get up at 3 in the morning to go roll anywhere, you realize you only slept like two hours if you slept at all. Then you're going to go out on the water all day and do that. So usually after the tournament's over, um, I'll probably go home and crash for a while. But I think that's all part of the tournament game and just, just the excitement of it all, that pregame pre-game stuff. But the tournament director thing's been great. It's first time doing it. Um, little uh, – a little guarded at first, wasn't sure what I was getting into, but next thing you know, I'm starting a second trail. So talking to people now, trying to figure out where else they want to do something, trying to recruit some people to do some other events locally so we can have a couple different locations. Um, so it looks like we might be able to do something with that next year. Look forward to 2024. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to see you've got uh, – you're get, you're going to have several, it uh, looks like, qualified with uh, – with two different divisions going on, several qualified to make it down to uh, Kentucky Lake. You got room for me out there? Plenty, plenty. Come on, I'll be there. I won't get to fish it, but I get. I will be on hand. I just don't get. No matter how good I do in the points or anything, I just don't get to fish it. So. Just part of it. Um, how about you, Vicky? What do you got coming up for the rest of 2023? So for the rest of this year, I'm going to be concentrating on some YouTube content. Um, a lot of these monthly tournaments, the KBF, but I'm super excited. I want to try the USA next year. Um, I, I definitely want to get on that. But for this year, I'm going to finish out with some of the monthly tournaments and see if I can get some content and just fish. That's pretty much if I'm not working, I'm fishing. I hear that. Um, so, yeah, you guys have got the East Texas uh, East Texas Trail going on. Lance McWhorter, which has been on the podcast before. Um yeah, so that'll be a great group for you guys, you to get into. Ram, you ought to go up and fish with those folks. Um, let's see. Ram, why don't you ask some questions to the guests for a second? I got a comment that I got to make to my marketing team. Hold on just one second. Ram, you're the new host for a minute. Oh, I was muted. It's live. I forgot. All right. I'm 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 in charge now, everybody. I'm just kidding. Man, I, I, I'm having a little bit of trouble. I, I was reading some comments, and I was trying to respond, but it's not letting me, so I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Murphy, Chris Murphy, on, on the Elite Kayak Tournament, the next stop in Port Arthur. 
I'm, I won't be making that one. I have an online tournament that I'm involved with that I'm doing. And uh, I've already had some arrangements of where we're going to fish for that. I guess we could have fished both, but I'm not too sure. What do y'all think about online tournaments? Is the USA Bass uh, tournament an online tournament? Or is it like a live where, where everybody brings in their fish and everybody gets to see exactly what, you know, you have an official Waymaster there and and all that stuff? Uh, or or is it a specific um just for online you know or also is the USA bass tournament ever going to come to the salt and is there going to be like a USA redfish series i hope i don't get anybody pissed off for saying that i always i always try to bring the saltwater stuff cuz i i feel like us saltwater guys especially the Jackson kayak team. There's not many of us here in the South. I can count them with, uh, when I say South, I mean like Houston area down to South Padre. There, there, there's not many of us. I could count them with one hand probably. And if I could count them with two, I'm sorry I missed you all, but I think I could count everybody with one hand. Do y'all, do y'all think that would be a good idea to get like a, a round trip with the USA, you know, you get points fishing for the bass, you get points fishing for redfish, and then at the end you get a big a big party where we get a whole bunch of a whole bunch of pizza and everybody's eating pizza and drinking beer and everybody gets to meet each other and stuff. What do y'all think about that? Well your your first question, USA Bass and tournament is uh, CPR through 20x, so it's a single body of water. Go out there, you catch your five fish, check them into your creel using the 20x app, and uh, obviously the five fish stringer wins. Um, but I do like your uh, your comment about the redfish because I, I do love the salt water. You see behind me, I live on the fishing grounds, so um, definitely uh, definitely like to see that. Um, I have to come down there and fish with you someday, Ram. See what the red. I guess you catch redfish down there, like we catch striper up here in the Chesapeake. Um, but did such a yeah, we do catch a whole bunch of redfish over here. That that's more of the predominantly more of the tournament scene down here is is redfish. Till you get to the till you get to the colder months. Oh wow. So you get to the colder was, months, uh, and then it then you transition to trout fishing, and uh, that that's where the that's where I say the the elites are, right? Because then you're dealing with the boaters. You know, the, there's not too many boat tournaments where they let us play with them because it's always a shotgun start, and that's really not too fair, right? But there is some trout tournaments where it's uh. It's fish wherever you want, you know, and that's where that's where they let us they let us do our thing and and show show our worth in the fishing community. Yeah, so I think you know, I'm kind of half listening, but you know, when you talk think about like the. the 
like where you were saying the online CPR um, for bass fishing, you know, you know, like you guys bring in the redfish and whatnot. I think that's, that's interesting. I don't know if bass fishing is quite ready for it yet as far as being able to get the fish back and um, release them live. And, you know, guys, I think too, um, in this statement are they're loading their boats down really heavy, you know, with uh, lots of gear, um, motors, batteries, and bass guys are tackle junkies. Uh, first things first, I mean, on that, you know, we carry probably 50 pounds of tackle or more with us at all times. And that's just in our crate, you know, that's not our soft plastic bags and, and different things like that. And the way that the soft plastics add up, cause you got to have every color in the rainbow. Um, you know, I think, you get into some what we call a little bit of a weight problem um, as far as the amount of gear that you're taking on any vessel for that matter, as far as the kayaks go. So to have like a, a cooler, like I know Dustin has the the big cooler. I don't know what you have, Ram, but he has the big cooler that he'll put on the front of his U-Pick and Cardi's fish back um, with that to do the wet live weigh-in. I just don't know if the, I don't know if we're there in bass fishing yet to, to really be able to do that, if that makes sense. Yeah, I've I have I fish I've have fished with a couple of guys that that have the whole cooler set up on their kayak. I don't. I usually drag mine around. I have a I have a culling stringer that I've modified a stinky patch stringer to be a culling stringer, and and I've had pretty pretty I've been pretty successful with it. I haven't had uh, any redfish die during a tournament. And of course we're babying them and stuff and we do stop and we let them swim around for a little bit and, and revive themselves. That sounds kind of bad that what we're putting them redfish through, but, uh, I do drag mine, right? Uh, I, I, I try to stay away from all the weight that, uh, a cooler brings to the kayak. Um, I, I guess it's either, or, you know, you risk your redfish dying, you risk, winning some good money you know what i mean i do have a cooler but it's in the truck right and uh it's got air you know and it's 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 got special stuff you put inside the water to make your fish a little bit livelier but uh no i drag my fish unfortunately for for the poor redfish so as far as online tournaments go um <clears throat> you guys i mean i know we've we, vicky i think we've talked about this with you before um you got i'm online tournaments i think are are a great way to start fishing um to kind of break the barrier of i think in bass fishing when you're putting those fish on the board and in that tedious moment where it, it is a little bit stressful and it does take some time to get used to it um i do think online tournaments are good in that sense um but i, I don't think i think long term i think there's nothing like getting out there and met, messing up with your buddies and and it's it's fun i mean you guys all know it, it's it's neat to get out there and beat your buddy i mean see the disappointment on his face or him see the disappointment on your face i think that's a good time um, it's kind of always a little bit of a tournament within the tournament within your peer group on who's going to win. So that is that is always fun. But um, 
as far as online tournaments go, do you guys feel like that those are good stepping stones for, for anglers? And what would you tell a new angler that uh, is looking to start fishing? Would you start them there? Or would you want them to come out and go ahead and fish, you know, the big time? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, online tournaments are a good way to get started because you get used to using the app. Um, you're not as pressured, you know, trying to get there with the, the lines in, lines out, worried about the, looking at the leaderboard because you're fishing with so many people on the online tournament. It's usually a more more a pace, pace yourself way to do it. Go into your, your familiar body of water that you're going to go fish for. Um, whether it's bass or um, brackish water fish, um, I think it's a good way to get started. And then, you know, then you'll transition over to something like the USA Bass and Trail and then work your way up to if you want to go travel across the country and BRBO it. Um, so I think it's a good way to transition, you know, and then see like uh, when you think you have a lot of gear and you get to the ramp on that the next step and you see that guy that's got the – you know, power pole set up with twin 10 inch fish finders and a torpedo motor. And you're like, man, how do you compete with that guy? But it's always good to see the guy that paddled come in and win the tournament. So well, it's uh, definitely something about that, that part of it, that camaraderie and competitiveness that's like real time versus online. Um, but online was a great way to get started. And that guy paddling or pedaling or using manpower wins quite a bit, actually. Um, for those that follow the trails, I think they see that that pretty often. It it does happen on a regular basis. Somebody that's out there human power does does get the W. Now, big week in the fishing industry. I know you guys have been tuned in. Sure, you have. iCast. iCast is the big thing. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's all the all the influencers are out there flaunting their photos and you know seeing some of the the new new items. Is there anything that you guys have seen in your genre from iCast that you're just like that? I'm gonna buy that when it comes out. Any hot new items? I think there's very few new items that come out of iCast. And I'm probably going to piss off a lot of people, but uh, I don't know how to say it nicely. But I, I don't there's think only so many it ways is cool. Like a crawl, like a crawl. Right? I, iCast is cool, right? If Especially if you're in the fishing community, you want to go over there, you... You want to make your uh, uh, your presence known, right? You want to support the companies that you work for, right? You you got to put in your time. It, it's not all. It's not just free, you know. Nothing's free in in this world. But a lot of the a lot of the companies go over there, and they don't have new stuff. You know, it's. I feel like iCast to be iCast. They should tell them. Okay, if you want to get a booth, what do you bring into the what, what do you bring into the fishing community, right? Or or what else is what's next, right? Not just have a whole bunch of stuff that's on top of the table and we've been seeing it for years and years and stuff and I want to see something new. You know, I want I'm not not necessarily something that's that's uh freshly out or uh 
technology that has already been released, you know, years ago. I want to see something that's that's going to benefit the angler or, you know, that, that that's something that, that nobody has seen before. You know, that, that's what I want to see out of out of iCast. But going back to the online tournaments, mostly mo the most most of the time, the online tournaments are cheaper. Right. So so it's good to jump in on a uh, on an online tournament, especially if you don't know the the ins and outs of a of a live tournament. You you get into a an online tournament and you get the feel for for what everybody's doing. And then uh, I read a comment earlier. You know, you get to meet people as well. There could be a like a team event. You know, a live team event tournament, and, and you just met a whole bunch of people on on your on your online tournament, and you, and you get to now you have somebody to fish with, right? A little bit more, you get a little bit more intimate with the uh, tournament scenes. I think you know. Um, I, I would I would agree with you a little bit, Ram. I think you know that there's when you look at iCast innovation in certain things is hard to see um, anymore. Like I said, there's only so many ways that you can make a crawfish. There's only so many ways that you're going to make a Cinco. Um, before long, it all starts looking the same. I think where your innovation comes from is materials. Um, obviously, you know, um, different different materials do different things. And, you know, that's something that can be innovative. Um, and then I think electronic items you know software is changing obviously you know live live items uh the live fish finders they just they keep getting better and better um but what's the next evolution i think you know that's that's a great that's a great way to look at it um you know you always want to see stuff moving along moving further and and i i have to agree with you man i, I do i think it's sometimes it's hard to look at and go it's a frog <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just all there is to it. How do you guys feel about it, Rudy and Vicky? Yeah, I feel. I mean, I feel the same way. Like, I think there, I think there needs to be more more innovations for, you know, when I do heroes in the water, you see like wounded warriors and stuff like that. Things that make, you know, kayaking more accessible to other folks that may have other needs like basically bringing other folks into the kayaking world, making it like if, if I have a torpedo motor, um, obviously I'm going to need to, if I, I've lost a leg or something like that, I might have to steer with my hands and run the motor, you know, coming up with innovations like that. I would like to see a little more of, um, and as far as things that I would get that's better at ICAST, well, probably the, the new Yak Attack cart. Um, I do put a lot of stuff on my, on my thing. They came out before ICAST but recently. But having a, a dependable card to get me to the water with all the stuff that I'm packing in there, like you said, Chad, is uh, we carry a lot of stuff we don't need. I don't know how many times I go out there with 50, 60 pounds of gear and probably throw the same two things all day long and realize I just brought it along for the ride. But you never know when you might need it. That might be the make or break. Oh, they're biting the, the purple. The That's purple the same wiggle. thing, Rudy. You never know. You never but, know. But it is good to get out there and see what everyone's put. You know, you can look through the internet. You're not going to see whatever what everyone thinks their their hot item is. So I'd like to go to iCash just to see what everyone's, you know, pushing out there. I mean, I see the NRS boats and um, 
the the hybrid kayak raft um solo boats uh sups you know it makes you kind of wonder when you're a tournament director you know if it's a kayak fishing tournament where does the definition of kayak stop and start with it with all these innovations on different types of craft that they call you know watercraft that this is a kayak or this is a sup and this is a you know it's, it's kind of good to see that where that definition and where that's getting bent and changed to with the different innovations you know whether you're trying to get in that shallow water or not How about you, Vicky? As somebody that's uh, that's still learning, still new to the sport, do you see? I mean, do you still see the innovation in something like iCast? I mean, is there stuff that stands out to you? So I kind of get what you guys are saying. You know, only so many crawls out there, but I think it's the socialization, the seeing people, seeing the different companies, all the the cool stuff that they have, like. I have been watching iCast, you know, all day. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I go? You know, I mean, this just seems like the best time to meet people. Talk about what I use. Talk about what you use. Maybe it's, you know, the same design, but, you know, how, how do you how do you use it? How do you, what colors, what, you know, I just think it's it, it would be an awesome time. It is. It is a as far as being there around the folks um, on the floor and seeing it. Um, I, I, you know, it's one of those things that I wish everybody could see. Um, everybody could go do because it is special as far as getting to see all the people that you've you've met over the years, um, getting to catch up with old friends, going out to dinner if you want to call it that, um, <clears throat> and yeah, it's it's really monumental as far as that goes and and building that network you see a lot of the business items go down too you know you get to see dealers placing their orders you get to see um pro anglers making their making their deals um that's going to carry them and and feed their family i mean you see you see all that go down and it's it's really neat you see you see the inside and outside of the fishing industry yeah and you see some disappointment um you know from an angler that doesn't get that deal or a company that you know some angler i've seen an angler come to a booth and the company said well we just can't really do much for you and he's like well i really like the product and then they just they can't come to an agreement um so you know the disappointment sometimes goes both ways on that kind of stuff and it's 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 really neat to see let's see Nice seeing any questions from the audience here. Um, <clears throat> so as um, as we kind of close out here tonight, I kind of want to give you guys the opportunity to tell folks um, where to find you guys on social media and also tell folks, um, you know, how to come in contact with you. Thank the sponsors that you need to thank. All that fun stuff. And whoever wants to go first can go. You can find me on social media, Ram Garcia on Facebook, The Spooled Life on Instagram, and Spooled Life Live on my podcast, right? We uh, give a whole bunch of stuff away, like, like I said earlier on the show. It's a lot of information that, that, that comes from our guests. 
and uh, we have fun. You know, uh, I want to thank Roy's Bait and Tackle for sure. I want to thank Jackson Kayaks as well. To uh, I don't, I think without those, those, uh, without our sponsors, it'd be a lot, it'd be a lot of, it'd be a lot of, uh, funding coming out of your bank accounts. You know, it, like I said, it ain't free. You know, you, you put in the work and if you could have fun while doing it, it all makes it worth it. You know, Sarge custom rods, Daiwa reels. I know I'm going to forget some, uh, Sims fishing gear sarge custom rods and i'm already i'm already forgetting you see how nervous i get uh screws into my page ram garcia on facebook you know i i give a shout out to all my sponsors i i represent them well z pro lithium batteries right that, that's another one uh corpus christi sea toe they'll help you out when you when you get in a bind out in the water um yeah, just go to my page. Go to my pages. Hit that hit that like button. Hit that uh, subscribe button on YouTube. We're on YouTube as well. Spooled Life Live. And I'll see y'all soon. Thanks for watching. What you, Vicky? Basically, Vicky White on all social media. Also, the Adventures of General Hooligan. Really just starting it out. So... You know, some of the YouTube videos are a little rocky, but we're getting there. It's all fishing. Um, yeah, really, so far, Jackson Kayak and the Kistler rods, um, reels, they're awesome. Love them so far. Um, yeah, other than that, like Ram said, please like, subscribe. Um, you know, we're just out here having fun. Rudy, Rudy. Uh, well, Kayak Rudy on Instagram or Rudy Arworth on Facebook. Um, if you want to come out and fish heroes on the water and be a guide for any of my events out here in Maryland on the Chesapeake and around the area, it's uh, Tangier Classic at Heroes on the Water, uh, or Tangier Sound uh, chapter of Heroes on the Water. Uh, if you want to come fish... Um, USA Bassin Jackson Kayak Trail. It's MDJK Trail on Facebook page, and you can find the events there. Uh, as far as sponsors, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to Jackson Kayak, man. That's, that's all I got. Uh, I love you guys. Um, and local lo local companies like uh, Yak Attack down in Virginia for making great products to take my money so I can rig up my kayaks with all my Jackson accessories and Yak Attack stuff. Um, they're great. Um, local sponsors, Delaware Paddle Sports, great kayak shop, uh, tax-free shopping. They'll deliver anywhere. They got everything you need, and they support uh, my our USA Bass and Jackson Kayak Trail, um, making it possible to grow that. And a uh, small little uh, veteran-owned uh, fishing company, tactical fishing company out of Frederick. Andrews uh, jumped in there to also sponsor our events and kind of spice it up a little bit for people who are winning um, since, you know, we don't get a lot of people, it's good to give out a few prizes to go with that cash. Um, and everyone likes that. So, uh, yeah, just, uh, get in there, um, check us all out on social media and, uh, you know, let's, let's get on the water, man. Catch some fish. That's where you'll find me. 
I like it. So, as always, here with the uh, Jackson Kayak Doc Talk, we got to thank Jackson Kayak and Orion Coolers. If you're looking for an Orion cooler, you can say 5% uh, Orion Rocks on the website right now, today. Um, head over to the website, find your local Jackson Kayak dealer, find you an Orion cooler, and uh, and join us. Um, also, Z Pro Lithium, just like Graham, they're powering, uh, powering us through the Orion podcast adventures this summer. And we are grateful to them. They're a great group of knowledgeable people. If you got any questions about their batteries, hit them up. They'll get you taken care of. Casking. Casking rods and reels. Um, absolutely dialed in on that stuff. Loving it this year. Um, so big shout out to those guys. Check out the iReel that they just released here at iCast. Picks up to your smartphone. Gives you all kinds of stats that you didn't even know you wanted. So you can overanalyze yourself on every single cast you make. It'll be fun. And you're probably going to learn something. So, also thanks to uh, thanks to Pasco Fishing for some long sleeve threads that uh, keep us from getting burnt up too bad out on the water. Sometimes you end up with three tan lines like me. You got a short sleeve, a long sleeve, and a cutoff sleeve tan line. So you got three shades of Chad going on. But um, yeah, so thanks to all the people that help us out. Um, we appreciate every one of you. Check us out, Jackson Kayak Fishing on the Gram. And on the threads now. We're on the threads, so get on the threads, engage with us, comment, like, sub, do what you got to do. Um, check out this episode and all the others on Spotify. And we will see you guys for the next one. Bye-bye. Dude.